For those of you listening to this via podcast, there are links for references in the originating blog for your access. There has been much consternation made of the events on Jan 6, 2021. On that day, there was a great many people who went into the U.S. Capitol building, during the time where the Senate was to count the votes and affirm them as accurate, where the President of the Senate, at the time Vice President Pence, would affirm the results of that vote to point toward the new President of the United States. Many of those who entered caused theft and damage, many went toward the room where the vote tally was taking place. Now, since that time, many have stated that they were trying to reclaim their civic freedoms. May also tried to make a defense by pulling from a famous quote from our nation's third president Thomas Jefferson. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. Our convention has been too much impressed by. Quoted from the Library of Congress. Now in reading through that quote, I can easily say that it is quite simple for a people who believe that their freedoms are being quashed to give into emotionalism and pursue an easy out for redress. In this case, the easy out is a level of violence, property theft and destruction. One other thing to consider is the context of that quote. Remember, Thomas Jefferson still lived in an era where there were only monarchs elsewhere in the world. Where rights were not well spelled out and protected, besides maybe by the Magna Carta, and English and French royalty still essentially ruled as they saw fit so attempting to get at any freedoms usually happened by rebellion. A republic the likes of the United States had never before been even attempted, much less practiced. So trying to insinuate that the level of continuous rebellion is needed now is both completely out of context and ignorant of history. Another fact to consider is that before the revolution ever took place, the founders sent a request, a petition, to the king and have their grievances. This petition was sent as a peaceful method to attempt to have addressed before even sending the Declaration of Independence which annotated grievances, such as the king unseating elected judge to appoint his own, as well as removing whole legislatures to appoint his own, far more sinister than what those who were in the Jan 6 riot were upset about. So trying to state that the founding fathers would have agreed with the action might be considered a rather large overstatement. Acknowledging that, I am a Christian, and following my heart. My passions, toward violence, solely is something that is expressly condemned by God through His Holy Scriptures. Jeremiah 17 9 New King James Version. 9 The heart is deceitful above all things. And, a desperately wicked. Who can know it? So, as my originating focus must be the Bible, the inerrant Word of God. In reading through Romans 13, I realized a certain dichotomy with how Christians view the government. Well, I should say, Christians of nowadays. They seem to view our government as a whole with a certain anathema, largely due to how it is run. I think they either forget the lessons of Romans 13 or blatantly ignore them. So I'll repost the passage here. Romans 13 1-7 13 Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. 2 Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. 3 For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and you will be commended. For for the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. 5 Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment but also as a matter of conscience. 6 This is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants, who give their full time to governing. 7 Give to everyone what you owe them, if you owe taxes, pay taxes, if revenue, then revenue, 
if respect, then respect, if honor, then honor. Now I wish to point out a stance to those who remind us that several times the apostles and other titans of biblical truth have held to be true regarding standing against Caesar. Those times can be readily cited with regards to how the apostles intuitively rejected the command by the Pharisees to stop teaching in the name of Jesus because they were annoyed, read that as more jealous. As well as the famous story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego where they were commanded to obey the presiding authority, submit, and they refused. In both circumstances, no one directly attacked, verbally or physically, the governing authority. In both circumstances, they always gave humble, one could say peaceful, non-compliance. Now some might say that I am being somewhat hypocritical given Paul's admonition to render due obedience to the civil authority. But even at those times that I mentioned above, it was always to be done only as the governing authority was in agreement with the commands of God, and always in love of their fellow man. Now, parts of that crowd on Jan 6 remained very civil, but parts of that crowd again, engaged in property theft, and general damage. Some trespassed into private offices, and still a great deal more went to disturb the vote. Only God knows how things might have occurred if the mob gained access while the members were still there, not counting the representatives that were hunkering down, out of sight, on the upper level. No one can call that humble or civil. Further, at no point was the rights of the citizenry ever suppressed to have their voices heard. Did our right to vote ever get taken away? No. Did our right to peaceably assemble ever get taken away? No. Did our right to freedom of the press ever get taken away? No. So really, not one of our rights to have peaceable redress of grievances, one might also say, peaceful revolution, through each election, ever was removed. Only inflammatory rhetoric and an unruly mob, swayed by emotion, not logic or wisdom, pushed Jan 6 to occur, and shouldn't have. Just my two cents. God bless and have a good day.